and welcome to the Dot to Dot podcast, joining the dots on what makes you, you. With me, Fiona Murden, psychologist and author, and every other week, my co-host, sports psychologist, Lou Jones. Hey, Lou. Hey, Fee. Um, this week, we are talking about... Heroes and heroines. Heroines, <laughs> just yeah. to, just to balance it out. Although I don't know, in the acting world, actresses now call themselves actors, don't they? So does that mean in the hero world, heroines are now also heroes? I mean, I don't spend a lot of time in the heroes world or the acting world, so I wouldn't be able to um, confirm or deny that. That's quite disappointing. Apologies. I do have a cold at the moment. So if you can hear that, that's it's it's a cold. I have been negative lateral flowing all week. So it's just a cold. Um, it's all right. Even if it wasn't, they can't catch it. You're right. <laughs> that is true. I can confirm that. I do yeah. know enough about that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So heroes, heroes. Um, it's, You're it's... going to start with a definition, right? Surely. Okay. All right, then let's, let's start with it. And um, what I'm going to use as a definition is Philip Zimbardo, so that very famous psychologist. Um, and simply put, the key to heroism is a concern for other people in need, a concern to defend a moral cause, knowing there is a personal risk done without expectation of reward. I know he said simply put, but I don't think that's that simple, really. I think there's a lot of roles in life that would lead itself to that thing. Like you as a mother. Well, you're a mother too. Are you? Well, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and any fathers out there too. Like I would say that's, it's basically parenting. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's another definition actually by a guy called Franco and with surname Franco. And he says it's about acting voluntarily for the service of others who are in need. Performing yeah. actions without any expectation of reward or gain and recognition and acceptance of the potential risk or sacrifice made by taking heroic actions. I mean, that that bit's interesting, isn't it? Because I think as a parent, you are continually making sacrifices. Are you taking risks? Um, I don't I, I mean, I can't talk for all parents. I'm sure some people do and some people don't, depending on how risk averse their personality is, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I think there's all you, you want your kids to 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 grow in confidence, so you push them out of their comfort zone occasionally, don't you? Mm. I mean, that, that's how it works. That's what I would do. What's what I do do? Um, but I wouldn't put myself under the hero bracket for doing that. Well, that I mean, that's interesting as well, isn't it? Because it, again, it comes to how we're how we're defining it, and oh, I like this one. So this says, um, who said this? It's another definition. There's another definition, and we will move on from the definitions. <laughs> Heroes are conceptualised diversely, and no rigid boundaries exist in the social category. Instead, the hero concept is made up of a fuzzy set of features organised around prototypical category members. What's well, another nice, simple one there? Yeah. I do find it interesting because as I was reading uh, the article you sent me about it, because I was just thought this topic was great. Um, in a sense, I guess I'm curious the fact that in, we're talking about heroes, but 
I, I feel like that's a perception. Mm. Um, because yes, I think you know all all of those kind of emergency services. Yeah, like, that's what came know, to my totally, mind. Totally, they're all heroes. I totally agree with that. However, you can get the other side of, of the coin of um, it, one of the firefighters. That's their job to go in and, and and go into a fire. I'm sure there's some people who see that as a complete insanity. Like, why would you do that? Why would you go into a burning house? Would they call that heroic, or would they call it just? um bad decision making <laughs> well it's funny isn't it because I, I I like living in a high risk environment but I turned down the risks that I would take having had children because I realized I need to stay around um that wouldn't make me a hero it just means I like taking risks I have thought about whether those sorts of environments so for example with frontliners I <laughs> I see you the thing that I like about ICU is if I if I was to be a doctor, which I know is a long way off in in the, the reality of how things exist, but ICU doctors are under so much pressure to respond so quickly to emergencies. And that sort of thing I find really stimulating. I like that pressure. I like I stay calm in crises. And so I've often thought, is that something that I should have done because it suits my personality and I thrive on it? But when we're talking about frontliners, the other thing is I think it put an unhelpful pressure on a lot of the frontliners during the pandemic to call them heroes. Mm. So, so a lot of them would say, I don't see myself as a hero. I don't, I don't like being called a hero because I'm really struggling at the moment because you know, I'm going through this pandemic and it's having massive impacts on my, how I feel about life and myself and the world. And almost an expectation to behave in yeah. the way a hero is behaves exactly. on a constant basis. Sounds exhausting. Absolutely. Whereas we're actually saying what the, what the intent behind that is, we want to celebrate you and say, you're doing something we couldn't do. You're saving lives. You're helping not just me, or my family or my community but the whole country and actually the global population by the role that you're playing in that but it's not what's heard because of the connotation that comes with hero and again that comes down to perception so what else was there some characteristics yeah I, there I are characteristics that, no there are some characteristics <laughs> there are there are some characteristics leading well actually actually according to this article there are 12 well it's not just this article in a published study um came up in the journal of personality and social psychology so a good journal a good peer-reviewed journal yeah. says that there are 12 central traits can i guess what they are go on then guess okay. you've got it in front of you though Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it's called cheating the listeners don't know that you're just giving the game away all right so they are bravery Conviction, courage, determination, helpfulness, honesty, inspirational, moral integrity, protective, self-sacrifice, selflessness and strength. Okay, so when you put all 12 of those characteristics together... Yeah. And you look at people you know. How many yeah. heroes do you know? 
uh, loads. <laughs> I think because I think that is like really. You look at that list and you think really, you have to fulfil all of those characteristics to be a hero. But you look at, you know, it depends on how you define each of those. You know, I think people are brave every day by some of the decisions they make um, and, and how they manage certain situations. I see it in with my work colleagues every day with how they handle certain things, like conflict. I see it with athletes. You know, I deal with athletes on a daily basis and them, you know, there's a lot of strength, I guess, going on there. I see bravery, conviction courage determination helpfulness yes honesty inspiration more integrity I guess that's living in line with your values which is what we talked about with Russ Harris the other day have to mention him in one of our podcasts because we oh, yeah. never that, do that. that and that episode will be coming up shortly um protective yeah like especially in a team scenario self-sacrifice absolutely selflessness Ooh, I don't know about that strength. I mean, there's, you know, I, I see, I could see a lot of those traits in a lot of the people I know. Mm. And I, see I a guess lot of those in you, Fee. Well, I mean, I see them in you, Lou, but you know, you're my hero. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I mean, one of the things that's interesting is the difference, the distinction between what this one psychologist, Frank Farley, he says, the difference between hero with a big h and hero with a small h okay what's the difference hero with a big h um is more around what we might traditionally think so involving a big risk such as getting hurt um but the small h is things that we do every day like helping someone out being kind standing up for justice and it doesn't necessarily involve personal risk, although I would argue it does involve a degree of social risk, because I think not being the bystander, being the person that steps in, being the person that speaks up is emotionally risky in that, mm. you you know, you, you risk being made a fool of, you risk being um, rejected from the group if we're going back to basic drivers. It can actually really scare people. I mean, I give, I'll give an example. So last weekend, um, we had two girls over, well, Libby and her friend hung out and the, her little sister hung out with Polly. Mum came to pick them up. She's a nurse. And she started telling me, I mean, I speak to her all the time, but she was telling me about racism she's encountered within the hospital she works in. Not just once, not just from one person. It is utterly disgraceful. Um, now, I've always thought about this particular lady. She's, she's, I, I really admire and respect the way she stands up for things. So she's seen as someone who's difficult by staff because she doesn't let things get pushed under the yeah. carpet. Yeah. But with the racism, she could take a legal case quite easily. Um, she had a patient in one instance, actually, stand up to and, and write a witness statement but she's choosing not to because she doesn't think it will change the system it will change the way things are done she believes that by chipping away at it and standing up to it and vocalizing it more is going to get done and more is going to change and now that that is an act of bravery in my mind yeah I mean there's there's 
determination, there's courage in that, there's conviction in the way that she's she's approaching it. And there's moral integrity in that for her. Self-sacrifice, I can imagine, um, because she probably doesn't want to be seen as the difficult one in yeah. work, but actually, um, I guess that's a sacrifice that she has to pay for um, using that approach, some selflessness in there because of that. Absolutely. You know, the strength to keep going, all of that. I mean, and, and, and helpful because she's being helpful in that she's standing up to and against a way of being things being done for other people as well as herself. I mean, I, I just think she's brilliant. I would love to plaster her all over the place as someone who's amazing. And I also get, I get really angry and I want to go in there and punch these people on the nose and say, get, get your thinking in order. This is just wrong. But we're not talking about what I want to do because maybe that's not the wisest uh, action. She, but she is, she to me is a hero or a heroine. Um, and, and not just actually with a small age for me that's with a big age and do you, do you feel like I mean we see a lot of films these days that are out with heroes you have the DC mm. and you have the Marvel and the event you know Marvel have pretty much got a film out every three four months these days with new heroes with superpowers um and I don't know if that then affects our understanding or perception of what a hero is or what we might expect um, from, from that or that, that we become desensitised to that. I also think with social media, we see it a lot more because people capture videos of, of normal, everyday people doing things that could be, um, that, you know, that, that are uh, framed as heroic acts. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, taking the first and, and, and hold, you know, getting a, a baby from a burning, you know, burning building and just things like that. And I think it's great to see things like that. And it's very heartwarming. And, and it's, and it's, and, and you think, wow, how does that, how does that impact our thoughts and our understanding of what heroic acts are and how important they are or how they're valued in society? I think there's there's two parts there, and I think the second part's really interesting. I think it's a positive. Um, it's when you look at people that are doing those things, and maybe it's just me, I don't ever get a sense of insecurity or feeling uncomfortable or feeling like I'm not good enough. I look at those people and it makes me feel it makes me feel hopeful for for humanity. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel positive and warm. And so I think. And but that might just be my personal take on it. it but why do you feel like that? What are you noticing in those experiences that you're watching that makes you feel like that? Well, it's it's all those things we've talked about. It's courage. It's empathy. It's all the good stuff that we're all born with, actually. But society and experiences can strip away from us, or society and experience can nurture in us. But when we're seeing that held up in that sense I think it's fabulous I think it's much better than all the you know rubbish we get on the news I mean on BBC Breakfast earlier this week there was this man and I couldn't see his name and and I tried to look it up on the internet afterwards but he's I think he's in his 80s now but he's been driving stuff over to orphanages and places in Eastern Europe and um, 
war-torn areas for years and and he's an example they've used him as an example of someone who he just does it off his own back he goes out there he takes supplies out um he helps people and he's you know his grandson was on with him who must have been in his 20s saying he's just so proud of him and he's going on on one of his next um missions adventures whatever you want to call it. it's not really an adventure is it but um that that that's it's not heartwarming in a cheesy way or a sort of like oh why have we got this on the news i think it's really helpful because it's it shows that we all have the agency to act and to help but i do think the expectation i guess around it is to say to people you don't have to be perfect and i i think that comes to your your first point around heroes and heroines what what's really interesting is obviously writing about role models people associate when you say to someone you're a role model I don't know if you find this with sport and athletes but when I say to leaders you're a role model they sort of bulk now I work with nice leaders I choose to work with nice leaders so maybe that has something to do with it (laughs) but but you know they see it as a, a there has to be a level of perfection there which I think we also associate with hero or heroine which isn't true and it doesn't need to be true and if you look at heroes and heroines in in films for example you've got incredible hulk superman spider-man well what's interesting in the marvel films is you do and with and the dc films is you see the struggles that they go through well exactly and that's what i was getting to but you got there like much more succinctly yeah 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 which i think they portray really well so that you see them as that you know they aren't perfect well, but that that allows us to relate to them, yeah. Because that it takes it. If if someone in a film is purely perfect, they're not relatable, and so we don't enjoy the film as much. Because part of enjoying a story is being able to see ourselves in that in some way. So, which um, superhero do you see yourself in? Oh, that's a good question. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> Anyway, which I'm, so, I'm so the Black Widow. I'm so Scarlett Johansson. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm all over that. I reckon you'd be Wonder Woman. Really? Oh, that, sure. that, that, that's a compliment. Thank you. Because my mentor, Brenda, um, who's just a, a beautiful human and who's going through a really shit time with cancer at the moment, um, she loves Wonder Woman. She's great. Um, she also loves Hillary Clinton and she has a cardboard <laughs> cutout of her. She has a cardboard cutout with her. I didn't to say that. No, but oh, she yeah. takes this cardboard cutout with her when she really? goes and has treatment. Brenda's brilliant. I think that, okay, so that coming back to like heroes and inspiration, like I think that's, those are things that help people, you know, and you, and you, you look at, you see pictures of all the actors and actresses in those superhero films. They often go into hospital and help people who are going through some really bad experiences. And I think that's, you know, that's heartwarming in itself and um, great for them to do that. There's the inspiration that they keep, you know, they, they keep, those people keep strong and it helps them. And, you know, and I, I know that we, we often use athletes as role models, like you say, as here, you know, potential heroes, who, you know who look up to them in the sport and then and they they motivate athletes through the hard times 
to actually achieve their goals or you know whether it's um commonwealth games olympic games whether it's in in whatever sport it is in and i think there's a real um it's that relatedness that inspiration if they can do it i can do it you listen to their stories and you know that actually they're just they're just a normal human being going through the highs and lows like everybody else and that's really helpful to know and i think that's it's using that that's really we, we use that a lot in sport to support athletes um you know development athletes coming through um so that's, that's a great example of one of the traits that that a hero has yeah and i think i think it comes back down to this thing as well about how we're actually we are pro-social beings so we do actually like helping other people and it does give us, whether it's external, it doesn't necessarily give us external reward, but it does give us a sense of um, well-being, helping other people. It, it's There's loads of evidence to show it. And, and so in a way, it's like, can we nurture this? Because it's good for our well, it's not just good for our well-being. I mean, it knits society together if it's used effectively, but it's not often nurtured within a, a community or a society or even celebrated or noticed but even when it is celebrated or noticed how how do we nurture that in ourselves what do you think about that <laughs> well I mean when you're talking I'm noticing uh, the thoughts of my head are around um dinner <laughs> if I'm going to sneeze or not um are around kind of media and communications and what where the focuses are and I think we've talked about um what we see we, we see heroes when people demonstrate acts that show us the good side of our human nature compassion empathy caring inspiration those things and that's heartwarming because you're like yes that's it's really nice to reinforce humans you know and what's good about the human condition and to reinforce that and actually when you look at social media and you look at the media out there on in like on bbc news a lot of what's reinforced is the bad part of human behavior and human nature and the human condition you know, at the moment, it's all about Boris Johnson. It's not, it's not, um, it's not heartwarming, is it? You don't feel warm and fuzzy inside and go, look, he's really demonstrating the good part of human you nature. You mean he's not a hero? <laughs> um, and, you know, so it's, it's, it, it, that's my opinion. I, I sure think you're it's... alone on that, really, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know, um, I haven't read the reports. I don't think the report's out yet, but maybe when this goes out, it'll be out and maybe my opinion will be different. Um, but, you know, I think, and what's out, you, you see so many kind of murder cases and all these things about abuse in the news. It, it's not reinforcing the good side of human nature. You talk about the stuff, that, the one thing that you saw, which was really heartwarming. And I think that actually that's great, but they're, the percentage of that's probably 10% showing that and 90% the other stuff. But then media is driven by, I agree with you, I think, but media is driven by uh, attention grabbing. So and what grabs humans' attention, things that, that scare us and 
make us feel like we need to pay attention because there is a need to learn so that we survive in most basic primitive ways absolutely but then but what do we want the media what do we want the outcome what do we want the media to do do we what do we want the society to be and if we want it to be um a place where we um really value and appreciate compassion and empathy and caring and 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 all of those traits that a hero has why are we not putting that forward to actually support and reinforce on a regular basis so people see that that's that's what is expected in as normal society i agree and and we know that if you see something if you're exposed to something when it's sort of behavior and you're observing it becomes more integrated into your expectations of how to behave what's normal um i probably mentioned this before but professor marco Iacoboni at ucla who's um head of brain sciences and psychiatry did a really interesting piece of research where he immobilized the prefrontal cortex in the brain he did check with people before doing this by the way he didn't just grab people off the street and then zap them in the front of the head (laughs) Um, and and then he looked at um basically giving people money and he said here's an amount of money and you can give people money you can give people who earn more than you money you can give people who earn the same as you money I might have got this a little bit incorrect or you can give people who earn less than you money and with the frontal lobe sort of disengaged or whatever you want to call it scientifically people would give money to people who are better off than them as well as worth worth off them worse off and I know it's it's not necessarily um demonstrating normal everyday life we know with a lot of psychological experiments it's not because you you just can't replicate but what it was showing is that people are naturally pro-social they if we take out what's been programmed into the bit that comes least programmed in our brain when we're born which is the frontal lobe people make decisions that mean that they give to other people well, we're community-driven animals, aren't we? Yeah. We're not meant to be alone. No. We're not meant to be on our own. And, and I think that's um, that's the bit that saddens me, I think, with COVID and society and, and get, you know, things like gaming and, and everything being online is that people can be on their own. And I think that then lends itself to individuals deteriorating physically and mentally because we're not those creatures. I agree. And I think, again, I mean, this is me on soapbox, but things like Instagram take advantage of human nature for their commercial gain. We need to be using technology and advances like that to work with and support human nature and say, right, let's let's connect people. Not so that this person can show off their new sort of Botox lips to the rest of the world, but let's support people to say this person's supporting this person how can we help you support that person what can that look like and we've got so much coming through with technology I mean we see even with the advances that were made with COVID and finding vaccination that I I think there needs to be more of a push to use technology for good and and I mean the media the problem with the media is are we ever going to change the media 
are we ever going to change the stories they tell? I totally agree with you. I think we need more of those sorts of positive stories. We just need to balance it out. I don't think the balance we've got at the moment is a demonstration of what human society's behaviour is. No, I agree. Wrong. I don't know. I haven't done any studies on it. I've not read any studies on it. But it needs to be balanced. I think you're taking the mickey out of me there because I'm such a geek with my... I love your geekiness. I draw upon your geekiness. It helps me. All right, then. I will forgive you then. You remain my hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. But I'll yeah. tell you one of the, the reasons pressure I... <laughs> pressure. One of the reasons I think you're a hero <clears throat> to me is that you take everything that we discuss in psychology and you actually apply it to yourself and your life and your family. And... There are, I don't think I know any other psychologist who does it in the way that you do. That, to me, is heroic. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm working on getting better at taking compliments. That's one of the things I'm, I'm trying to work on at the moment. But thank you, Fee. And your nickname from now on is going to be The Black Widow. The Black, <laughs> the Black Widow. Well, yours is going to be Wonder Woman. I like that. Shall I do a summary? Go on then. All right. So summary of our topic today that we have gone around the houses on, which tends to be a, a common way of going. So thank you for coming with us. Um, yeah, it's yeah, all about heroes you. and heroines and what they're, what the definition of, of that is or definitions um, and the traits in line with that. And how I guess with us, what we feel is important to emphasise within that to support human nature moving forward in a more positive way. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's. It's only a small task for today. Do that by do that oh, we'll by five o'clock. Be, be done by Friday midday. <laughs> no, I think. Well, let's. I mean, realistically, given it's two minutes from midday at the moment on Friday, <laughs> let's say we'll have done it by seven o'clock, and then we'll have a gin to celebrate. Okay. Yes, that sounds good. Cool. We'll all right. So, so by the time this goes out, it's all going to be sorted. <laughs> all sorted. Yeah. yeah. Um. Thank you so much, Lou, for your insights. And uh, you didn't take take the mickey out of me that much this week, did you? I'm I'm building up for next podcast. Okay, all right. Okay, Um, I I will I will have my ammunition ready to fire back again. (laughs) It's the cold. I'm not quite on form. Yeah, disappointing. But I'll I'll let you off. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, Let us know if you have thoughts, questions, ideas, things you might want us to explore. See you, Fee. Bye. Take care, though. Bye. Thanks to my guest. Thanks to you for listening. If you want to find out more about me and my work, go to fionamurden.com or my social media handle is also fionamurden. If you enjoyed this, please do subscribe, review and tell your friends. It would be a massive help. But for now, goodbye and I hope you have a great week.